0: It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode...
1: Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. We're in the studio live this morning in another one of those beautiful days in Buckhead. Man, I I don't think I could get much better than this. We got the rain yesterday. We got everything (laughs) clean. Pollen's well gone. And and Rich just (laughs) took (laughs) a lower seat. (laughs) You know, it's one thing about this opportunity. If you watch it on Periscope, yeah, that happens. We're hot and live. You can't do that on on radio, (laughs) Rich. That's illegal. (laughs) You just rose right out of your seat after you hit the floor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good deal. Well, Rich, uh, what what we got scheduled out this morning? Here well, we... first,
2: we had an amazing event last <laughs> night at SunTrust Park here in, uh, in Atlanta, and uh, it was a pro-business live event. We had a great crowd, lots of uh, vendors, sponsors. Uh, the food was amazing. Um, the event was amazing. Uh, great connections. Uh, really enjoyed, and it was uh, not the official opening of the park, but they're just—it's uh, their first season, obviously.
1: It is, and every yeah. time, every time we go out there, we officially open that yeah, park. It's right. yeah. about our third trip. Well, I noticed it was new show, co-working spaces open out there. We yeah, had, we had our PVC race car on display. <laughs> we did. We had, and we had some great vendors and some great support from folks that came out to uh, to show us what they were all about when they after hours. It was amazing. They were well behaved. Too. How did you do that?
2: Um, I don't know. We 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 had uh, uh, a great. Staff there to keep everybody intact. And plus, we we cut people off a certain alcohol level. Yeah. That, that's right. <laughs> but, but in addition to that, we have the luncheon today for the BBA, which is uh, you're tuning in right now to the Buckhead Business Show, being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.
1: You know, we're to shout out, too. We had we had two presidents in the room last night. Right, today. yeah. We had a, they got the current one and the next one, so they really appreciate what we're doing here. And a former. You and well, the former, yeah, we so we had, had the trifecta. And we had a trifecta right? there. We, uh, <laughs> we we kept us out of trouble. But uh, I know that one of the presidents at least met some new people last night to benefit his day job, as we jokingly say. Yeah. But uh, he was very pleased that we had some of the folks that he had not had a chance to meet through the station or – even meet at the BBA meetings, which, you know, every Thursday morning, what do we do, Rich?
2: We do breakfast, coffee, a uh, great speaker lineup right. Uh, right here at the
1: City Club in Buckhead. And then, then of course, as we mentioned, we're going to lunch later today, but always on the, th- on the third weekend, the third Wednesday of the month, we typically do third Thursday, I'll get it right, <laughs> I third Thursday. We normally have an after-hours event, and we copy that sometimes with a, a specialized lunch. And today we've got uh, the the thing that's making Atlanta famous right now. You know, I had a, heard an interesting comment the other day that uh, – Entertainment's moving to Atlanta, now it's moving to the other L.A., Right, yeah, and you know what the other LA is, don't you? Not uh, Lower Alabama. Yeah. No, no, it's lovely Atlanta. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So hey, we're, now <laughs> we're moving. We're moving entertainment to lovely Atlanta. So yes. you don't like my
2: name for you know you have Hollywood, Bollywood, yep. and you have Hot Atlanta. So our our entertainment show we we're kicking around is called Hotlywood. Hot- well, Hotlywood, really, yes, fairly, yeah. yeah. Oh, we got a couple of nods uh, over I'm here, yeah.
1: Fairly <laughs> certain. Craig, Craig
2: uh, Williams in the studio is still not on board with that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh,
1: I'm just yeah, not, I'm he'll, not, he'll come
0: around. Yeah, he'll come around. Yeah, I'm
1: just not seeing it on a T-shirt. Oh, come on, <laughs>
0: Hollywood. I see laughing. I see nodding. again yeah, Hollywood. I'm fairly certain they went with Yollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so enough laughing at you, not it's with Yollywood. you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> enough
2: Hollywoods. <laughs> and, uh, let's, let, we got a couple of celebrities Man, right we, here we, with we, us. We, let's we, let's we, introduce we these gentlemen here. Yeah. We
1: got one of those guys in the room today that's uh, it's, 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 it's teaching the corporate world how to do things a little better, and we're going to look at the mastermind side of that, too. But Fadi uh, is, is one of those guys here in Buckhead that's helping people. Be able to touch your toes and what else?
2: Body by fadi Touch your by toes, by touch body. your head. Body by fadi I see <laughs> that on a sky. T-shirt. I see that on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we've
1: had a chance. We had we had an observer last week, so fadi is an old hand. He knows exactly what we do and how we misbehave <laughs> in this room, right?
2: Love it. Right. And a of the BBA.
1: And a, and a member of the BBA, yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons we want him back in the room this morning to talk about what he's doing in marketplace, because... He 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 mentioned that some of those people weren't shaped just like they should be in the room. So, do we have time for his interview <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Hit <laughs> at it, Rich. All
2: right. So, uh, Fani, tell us before we jump into business a little bit of your background, what folks may or may not know about you, uh, how you kind of
3: came to where you are today. Well, it's uh, it's kind of started out as a as a kid moving to the states, having challenges with academics and uh, learning to say uh, issues and. And then also physical disabilities. And um, so over the years, I've overcome those. And I talk about that in my book, Strong Than You Fit. Um, long story short, after competing for about 10 years as a, a local, national, and international bodybuilder, I did it uh, drug free. I was placed in the top three, which um, the whole reason I did it is to, to lead by example. I started doing personal training at the age of 17. And uh, my personal training business had led me to other successes, of having my own gym, having um, our, our own trainers, um, recently publishing a book, and um, online virtual health and fitness uh, software company. And kind of list kind of goes on and on a little bit. So I, I love anything that has to do with health and fitness. Talk to me about that
2: online perspective. How do you pull that off? What does that look like?
3: Uh, in 2007. Uh, me and a few people launched a, a software company, and we we saw the opportunity to start coaching people um, outside of Atlanta, and it was primarily focused on their meal plans and the workout routine, and just becoming aware of what they're doing from day in to day out. And that was the secret. Everybody would ask me, oh, "Fatty, what's the one what's the one thing that I could do that will really make?" might me me more healthy and fit but without giving them any other advice past that if I'd never seen them again I wanted them, them to be equipped and that is to be aware of what you do from day in and day out so most people that do succeed in life have a, some type of financial budget for their personal or definitely for a business can you imagine a business operating without a budget so some, with, some do, not very successful. <laughs> not, not very successful. <laughs> not very long. Yeah. <laughs> so to it's the s- bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same thing for health and fitness. Is uh, just becoming aware of what you're putting in your body is is very essential with exercise and in, in, in regard to nutrition, is, and as well just your emotional intellect and the way you feel about th- certain things. So yeah, that, does that kind of give you a good yeah, idea? Yeah, I like that emotional IQ. A little
2: bit? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm not just all muscles, Rich. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel it. Yeah, yeah. You got the passion
2: <laughs> as well. So talk to us about um, uh, this book and what's,
3: how did that kind of come about or what's the stage with that? So the book, uh, again, uh, Strong, the New Fit, published on Amazon, and it's a, about a little Jordanian boy that came to the U.S. and uh, uh, faces some struggles but have overcome nothing of uh, some of the the most amazing stories that I have around me, some uh, great authors, great friends that have, have uh, beat cancer once or twice or lost uh, uh, their their children. And I mean, these are some serious struggles. And I always tell them, I was like, you have a book in you and you should definitely get your story out. But my, my story is, is pretty... I wanted to, to relate to most people, and the first chapter is called Heads Up, and it's just really focusing on where you want to be in life. It's uh, I, I'll never forget the time that my dad was teaching me how to ride a bicycle on a dirt gravel road in Jordan, Amman. In the middle of summer, it was hot. It was mm. sweating. It was way hotter than it is in Atlanta right now. Really? Is that possible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you, the, you weren't there last night, Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it's just in my dad, t- uh, you know, I was cut, my, my head was down and I was looking at the ground and, and worrying about hitting the rocks on the road. And my dad would pinch the back of my head, my, my hair to pull my head up. It didn't feel very good every time he did it. And the, every time he did it, it kind of hurt a little bit more, but it kept my head up, focused and to see where I wanted to be on the road. And then, um, um, uh, You know, long story short, I did make one, two, three spills, and my dad would just (laughs) get me up and dust off. I was crying. My knee was scraped up. I was bleeding, but my dad would never let me stop, and uh, that's when I learned to – my main lesson is just, you know, keep your head up. Stay focused on where you want to be in life, and sometimes love beats you up, but it's about getting up and – continuing
1: what well, is you know we we don't change we don't train babies not to get up and try to walk again so exactly. the dad was doing a great job the bicycle is a little more painful than falls on the floor a, a but, little bit yes and I, I can feel those rocks on my knees right now i think i had that same experience yeah maybe not pinched the back of the head but you know <laughs> as,
3: as you work as a trainer
1: as you work as a trainer every day you have people who really they have to convince you they want to do what they want to do
3: they have to they i i you know in the beginning i I've, I've learned to ask more questions of why, and I'll literally do this exercise. I ask the same question five times well. and to make sure I get a consistent <laughs> response because there's a lot of people that want to, but um, they're, they're, it comes from a, the wrong reasons of why.
1: Well, I think the fact that you can ask, you ask the questions a number of times, we do get slightly different answers. And that allows us to know how to apply that pressure. Correct. And as a, great, as a great personal and body coach, and as a, obviously as a result of your own work, your own your own process you've got to instill that the people that you really do have confidence in how this works yes and they have to see results absolutely now talk to some of those f- fun results you've probably seen people who could just do amazing things once they finished right
3: oh absolutely <laughs> one of my favorite stories is um, a lady she's her she was in her mid-50s when she came to see me uh, she had easily over 100 pounds to lose and um, she had lost the weight and the and long story short, uh, the, the the story. I always tell people that this journey that you're about to embark with me. It's you're gonna you're gonna feel better. You're gonna look much better as well, and you're gonna attract all s- sorts of folks. Uh, but most importantly, you do this for yourself. And at the end of the journey, this there's a huge takeaway for you for you a, a nugget, and it's different for everybody. And I don't know until that happens. And that's what was really exciting about what it is that I do. For her in particular, she was raped when she was a kid and she had kept this to herself and she had the reason why she had put on all the weight is because she was um just keeping that secret mm-hmm. from everybody so once she had uh, eventually lost the weight she had abs and um now she has a story to tell uh she have overcome some you know major struggles all her life um so that was that was the story that I I'll never forget uh, I never forget I people ask me what's that one you know transformation story it was that beautiful lady that had eaten her emotions away for year mm-hmm. after year after year after year. I, I would hate to have anybody have to go through that.
1: Well, there's there, there, as you said, there's an identifiable tipping point for you in how you work with folks. So, you know, those those multiple questions, but also just being personally invested with your clients. I think that's one of the things I, I, I observed and I noticed as I talk with you. So talk a little bit more about some, some of those experiences of – of, of of the real tough thing, How, you know, I've seen the people bouncing the ropes, and I've seen the people doing the all kinds of jumpy things. Yeah, <laughs> jumpy <laughs> things is that a technical term? Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a technical <laughs> term. You know, we we really don't understand the physiology. Most people do not understand their personal physiology and what will make a difference. So, talk a little bit about the the, the process you go as a, you evaluate and recommend, as well as drive those people to success
3: sure yeah one of my uh clinics uh workshops that i do is um muscle mind mastery some some of my folks have called it muscle mind madness and it's <laughs> so it still, still works on a t-shirt, <laughs> or a t-shirt yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's having a, a bit of control of your body most people go through exercises and not really focusing and not knowing what it's doing to their body and i i also train trainers and that's one of the first things that I also teach trainers is that your client needs to know what's being worked in, in an exercise. And it's not just jumping around. And this, actually this morning with uh, one of my friends, good friends, uh, Deborah. Um, she's actually here visiting here in the studio. Thank you for being here, by the way. And Shout out to Deborah. yeah. <laughs> from where? From Kentucky, right? Kentucky, Deborah yeah. Hayes. Is she's, that north of here or where is that? <laughs> yeah, that is north of here. It's a great story. Um, and if I may plug her sure, in, go uh, she's got a really great book that's... Um, Coming out, Cold Rise, amazing nice. story. Definitely have to hear there'll, about. There'll that. be a
1: book signing at a gym I can see that right now.
0: <laughs> Gotta get you scheduled in. <laughs> yeah, we need to need <laughs> author
3: <laughs> book. Deborah, yeah.
1: Deborah fill in the blanks. Cool.
3: Yeah, so Deborah and I were working out this morning, and um, so I noticed one thing: uh, she, the way she was squatting. So she would squat down and back up, and she would lock her knees and. Uh, there, there's a mechanism just uh, like a lot of four legged animals that you're able to lock your Easy knees here now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just stand on your legs for, you know, very long oh, periods yeah, of yeah. time. But the whole point of weight resistance is to keep tension on the muscles, time under tension for your muscles. So you're going to get a lot more out of your workout when you're truly focusing on working that particular muscle when, um, it com- when it comes to strength training. But when you're jumping around, like what you said, doing the little rope thing, that is what you call more functional uh, training and it's yeah. more uh, towards fitness and and endurance. So there's uh, usually with a client, I like to start them out with functional movements and things that they normally do on a day to day basis.
2: Rich, yeah, I got a couple questions here. One, um, this idea of standing, you know, the standing desk, you know, phenomenon. I That's a lot of health benefits. Yeah, we have uh, yeah. one here. I have one at home. I always, if I'm at Starbucks, I'm always going to the standing table desk. But yeah. I have two quick questions. We're almost uh, ready for our next guest here, and we'll come back around for a round table here in just a minute. But um, in, during your conversation, I, I had a takeaway that maybe I'm going to uh, suggest your next book titled to be "Beyond the Body."
3: Beyond the Body, I right? like that because you talked about heads
2: up first, right? And it kind of starts there, but it's passion, it's your heart, it's not just you know the body, right? But but if it you is. are fit, and there's a lot of benefits and spillover from that. But my question is actually more about this topic of corporate wellness. Yeah. So uh, is this this is a new space? I mean, uh, our audience are pro business. We are our middle name is business. So is this a new uh, space you're moving into, or w- what's, your, what's your process or thought about corporate wellness and how to approach that?
3: Yeah, corporate wellness is definitely th- something what we're focused on right now. Um, after 40,000 hours of training and conditioning individuals on a one-on-one basis or small group, we've expanded to doing this on a much larger basis, and we have uh, partnered up with the right, uh, uh, the right team to be able to, to provide, first of all, a lot of these uh, corporations you know, 50, 100-plus employees, a, a way to um, save money. So uh, there's some tax advantages. And we're able to save companies millions of dollars every year. So a portion of that, small portion of that, we take towards uh, insurable products and non-insurable products uh, in, the, in the prevention area, uh, health and fitness-related um, um, services, ju- such as having a, a nutritionist, uh, a personal trainer, uh, an online coach, um, and a plethora of resources online that's available, um, you know, worldwide. So, and then, of course, the medical piece and um, telemed, telehealth, all this is all bundled up for corporation at no cost to the corporation as well as saving $500 to $1,000 per employee per year. Um, very few there's quite a few companies in Atlanta and outside of Atlanta there are doing corporate wellness but they don't realize that there's ways to save millions of dollars and we have uh, the way to do that all right so
2: uh, Fadi, how would folks find you speaking of online
3: yeah it's uh, fadimaloof.com that's my main website you can uh, find me there you can order my book on Amazon strong the new fit also um, Coming approaching the 25 years anniversary. I'm pretty wow. excited about Body by Fadi. It's wow. it's a local bl- uh, brand here uh, that's trusted by many. Uh, it's com. Anything regarding health and fitness related, it's there. Uh, my fitness, um, uh, com it's primarily for speaking and, and coaching. And then uh, we have a new company now, uh, Wellplan, and you'll see it. More information about that in regards to our corporate wellness.
2: I think twenty-five years. I think that deserves a round of applause yeah, from the audience good. here, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've
3: survived <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Turning software into hardware. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we've got we've got the body getting a little more fit. Uh, one of the things that we've got uh, next guest this morning is uh, uh, Chef Crawford, who Jack Crawford, who has got a really interesting co- idea and concept. He's rolling out to the marketplace here in Atlanta. He's actually ha- has as a small business owner himself. He's realized that. You do need a team. You do need a trainer. You needed someone. And he's looked at an interesting idea to use the mastermind concept, and he's done a lot of research at how uh, you know, we all know we need to break bread with each other. We all know we need to spend time and get together and build relationships. Well, Chef Jack has figured out a way and, and bringing it to the marketplace now to, to uh, use the masterminds in food and uh, put people together that, that, to make sense. So tell us a little bit about that research. But first, before you do that, tell us a little bit about yourself and how in the world you got interested in growing your business and why you're doing this type of thing. Well, thank you, Michael, and thank you, Rick, for having me on. Um,
4: as a uh, as a professional and personal chef, I began. Uh very early on, uh, starting to figure out w- how I wanted to apply my my skills. I always had a passion for food and always enjoyed cooking. Sometimes enjoyed the process of cooking even more than the process of eating. Uh, <laughs> not, Sounds
2: like leftovers
0: so, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm all in. So there was
4: bah, a, there hamburgers. was a, there was a lot of yeah. happy experiments in the kitchen. And uh, as I began to to grow in both in my talents, I, I decided you know where I wanted to apply it. And one of the places that I wanted to do was to get out and do a lot of my own work. Do a lot of my own uh, type chefing. That led me into uh, personal catering, private catering, and also private uh, chefing for uh, for private meals and dinner parties and stuff like that.
2: That's a word, chefing? Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely a word, chefing.
4: That is a verb. You didn't just make that one up. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that is a recognized <laughs> verb. I, I, just,
2: I trust you on that. It wasn't challenging, yeah. I've just never used that in my vocabulary. I'm I'm out chefing today, yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: So, um, Michael, uh, I think this is interesting, this mastermind uh, premise, right?
1: Well, the, the premise of uh, getting a group of trusted advisors together is, is one of those things, like Fadi says, You've got to train both sides of the fence. Yeah. Uh, and so in the mastermind world, you've got to actually cultivate the people you're going you're gonna to depend upon. So talk about bringing people together over yeah. food, over lunch, or over dinner. And that's how I first met Jack. He was smiling. I guess he just ate a good meal. But uh, we, were, we were talking about what, what his business looked like and how it might improve. And he says, oh, I've got an idea how to do that. And I'm working on it right now. So talk to us a little bit about how you researched yourself into this mode of putting together a product line and an offering for the business owner.
4: Well, I always had uh the need to just like any other small business person or any other entrepreneur to network outside of yeah. my you know immediate community try and cast a broad net. but one of the things that I discovered uh, in my early uh, networking experiences was you could be exposed to a lot a lot of people, but that't necessarily connect with the proper collaborators or the proper people who were going to be most instrumental in in moving you forward and I began to think about, well, what if you could gather the people at a at a table? Who would be the most influential and most helpful to you, uh, or at least the most inspirational, the ones who would hold you accountable, the ones who would drive you towards success? Uh, what would what would something like that look like? And I began to, to utilize a model from a book that I had read, which was actually called Mastermind Dinners. It was done by a gentleman uh, named Jason Gaynard, and his principle was to grow his network. He would invite people to a restaurant dinner. Right, yeah. Uh, just gather them around a the table, say, you know, I just, you know, five, ten people, and say, I just want to to pick your brains and and, and learn and and share experiences with you. And so I kind of based my concept of Mastermind Dinners Atlanta off of that, with the difference being that instead of going to a restaurant or sitting down in a public location, we'd have a much more private location with a private curated uh, dinner party and uh, private food. And one of the advantages there is, uh, of course, the privacy people would feel a lot more relaxed to open up and share, And it would also give us an opportunity to sort of be treated like CEOs. In other words, a CEO might, you know, just hold a private dinner party for these purposes. We're all the CEOs of our own entrepreneurial endeavors. And from that, I began to to look into uh, a lot of the research that says that when you get a group of people together and you share a common meal, in other words, you're all ordering off the same menu, (laughs) there is a special – social bond that develops between you. And in the process of growing your business, developing relationships is very, very important. You don't necessarily go out looking for your next client as much as you do your next relationship. And that could be your client, your collaborator, your partner, your friend, or a resource.
2: And um, some of the original thought process came from uh, was it Think and Grow Rich, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mastermind pr- uh, process or Think and Grow Rich, Casanova? I don't know. Maybe that <laughs> was that, was, that <laughs> came <laughs> much come much later. Yeah, yep. um, uh, So Chef Jack, I just have an AKA. Maybe your new book for you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're on this book business. <laughs> right? Are you in the publishing business? <laughs> you're you're in T-shirts yeah. business and uh, we're in the book business. <laughs> yeah, uh, pro business publishing. Yeah. So uh, Chef Jack, AKA the Net Chef. Net Chef. The Net the chef. chef. Cool. Right? Networking. Yeah. The Chef. I'm oh, getting some nods. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. Well, Jack, so not now, so much on uh, Hollywood, but the Net the, Chef. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Net Chef. The like net Chef yeah.
1: will endorse that one. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jack, talk, talk about identifying and, and, and you know, let the perfect world is you're going to put together a networking slash mastermind group, and, and we're going to serve you today. So would it be three people, five people, seven yeah. people? What, what would kind of be the world you would see ideal in, in your research and thought process? And I know you've tried a couple of these. And you're beginning to roll it out to the marketplace. What what type of people would be talking to you about a good dinner?
4: Well, I've done about eight or ten of these dinners, uh, and we have found that then it, there there is a, a range that yeah. works best. And again, it depends on on what you're trying to apply. Uh, officially, a mastermind is any brain more than one that gets together. <laughs> so two people can sit down. Two people can say, well, sometimes it takes two people to make one brain. But two. Hey, why are you looking at me when you say that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a little but, more accurate. Uh, ideally, for, for something like a mastermind dinner, what, what we found is that anywhere from six to about 10 or 12 people, 12 being the max, after that it starts to become yeah. uh, a little bit more difficult to get everybody well, to participate well, with equally. with CEOs,
1: there's competition for airspace. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
4: And we also found that it's key to have a, a good host or a moderator who can sort of... Uh, guide the conversations and keep it on track and, and, and stop it from either getting off topic or too personal or as you indicated
1: too yeah. too, too too lengthy. No no politics, no religion. Exactly. Just or just or just even busy.
4: too short. Sometimes we, we have people in, in at a table who, you know, they like to sit back and just listen and observe, but they're much more hesitant to participate and a good host will help draw that out and, and get real gems out of the people who typically
1: sit there think they have nothing to contribute. Now, are most of these environments uh, a single engagement where the uh, just once in a lifetime, these six or eight or ten people gather? What What do you see the model looking like?
4: I see the model, my, my role with the Mastermind Dinners Atlanta is to be the initiation point. It is to bring people together who might not otherwise have gotten together or people who wanted to get together but haven't had a, a proper venue to do it. Now, as we take it from there, uh, that is sort of, a group dynamic position. Not everybody who comes to the dinner may necessarily be the type of person who would gain a lot of advantage from a continuing mastermind dinner. Um, but I see the, the dinners as being a good launching point. And, and one of the dinner parties that we've done, we've done uh, with the same group of people about four times, uh, and they've, they've all worked together in the mastermind process working on ideas, working on concepts, developing that. But we've also had one-timers where people sitting at the table uh, developed a relationship and, and a partnership right there that evening at the table, which they continued on outside of uh, meeting again with any, any of the other dinner
1: participants. Well, I know you, you're, you're proud of your, your food, naturally, but also the, the fact that, uh, impact of the venue itself you know just just the atmosphere i think i think you outlined give us some idea of some of the good places you've you've pulled some of these other than private homes well we, like
4: i said we've done some private homes and that's a great place because a lot of people will socially relax in, yeah. in an environment like that um but also one of the one of the real advantages that we've had and atlanta is really keen on this is uh, co-working spaces Co- okay. co-working spaces have offered a great avenue into the community that benefits from masterminds. A lot of tech, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of startups who are looking to build relationships, build teams, and also reach out to uh, to other professionals getting information that they haven't had before. And in what I often tell people is that any place we have a a conference table that'll seat 10 <laughs> or 12 people we can have a mastermind it dinner right here yeah, I mean, yeah we, right we here. absolutely could
1: we, we could bring out the plates and everything four five six and up but let me ask you that that brings up a point you know you've talked about mastermind dinners uh when you talk about co-working spaces that certainly there's seven by 24 and that could provide its own challenges but but what about dinner times and uh, what about lunch times and breakfast times and other ways to to gather that group together have you tried that idea or thought of any experiences there
4: we uh we've been doing all dinners, and then we have been experimenting with some lunches as well. Uh, we've got a great lunch menu that uh, is an abbreviated version of the dinner menu. A lot of times, you will find, especially entrepreneurs, their their evening time is very sacrosanct. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're very they're, because they're they're just like everybody else. They're busy all day long, and they want to spend their, their the whole reason that they want to be in control of their schedule is because they want to spend time at home with the families. So we're opening up a, a whole lunch program. Uh, which is a a bit abbreviated in time it uh, generally is about an hour and a half sometimes two hours that depends upon the conversation and it's a a three course served served dinner instead of a uh, a
1: four course in the evening good well you know obviously somebody is the host you're the cook uh, the participants are all there but how does how does this price structure what's what's the investment process let's talk a little bit about the real business (laughs) <laughs> well,
4: there's uh, there's different avenues to do that, and I'm, I'm always working with the host or, or with the establishment. The initial ones that I did, of course, I funded all myself because I wanted to be the guy who brought a group of people together who was going to help me, who were going to help me advance uh, my business goals, and I wanted to pick their brains. Uh, and from that, a lot of people began to say, you know, this is something that I would like to do. How can we put this together, you know, as an event for me? So typically, an event will be. Uh, gathered, the ho- uh, we'll, we'll select a host, uh, the host will gather hit the preferred diners, people that they want to make connections with, and uh, then the host will either just out and out pay for everybody, or the host has the opportunity to maybe split the cost, maybe say I'll, I'll sponsor a certain portion of the cost of the dinner, and then what we'll do is we'll ticket people. We'll, we'll yeah. you know, extend tickets and we'll sure. have people in. And then in some cases we have, you know, dinners that, you know, we have a host that, that we want to draw a crowd to, and we say, you know, if you'd like to sit at the table with this individual, uh, here's hmm. an
1: opportunity. So that's an auction spot. Yeah. Go ahead, Rich. Well,
2: speaking of sitting at the table, uh, we just have a couple more minutes left. I want to do a last question for each of our guests here uh, before we um, close out this episode of the Buckhead Business Show. But um, so uh, Chef, the Net Chef, um, <laughs> so how would people get in touch with you?
4: Uh, they can get in touch with me at my website. I'm at chefjackatl.com, and the uh, Masterminds Dinner Atlanta is listed on, there, on that page as well. Uh, i 'm also on Facebook, both uh, as Chef Jack ATL and Mastermind Dinners Atlanta has its Facebook page, Instagram and youtube
2: okay so i 'd like to um, turn the uh, this final question over to each of our guests, uh, whoever wants to jump in first, but while we'll I find out, how do you guys market your business beyond word of mouth What are some marketing? strategies or opportunities or platforms or venues you've used? Besides ironically,
4: work. word of mouth. Okay, well, I, said, I said besides word of mouth, because yeah, <laughs> everybody does that, yeah. Yeah, ironically, so, word of mouth. But, it, okay, it, so besides word of mouth. Um, I, I do utilize social media, <laughs> and okay. I do utilize um, just getting out and, and communicating with people. Networking? Yes. Okay.
1: Put your card in their hand and smile.
2: Uh, Fadi, besides word of mouth, besides <laughs> word of mouth, <laughs>
3: uh, <yeah.
2: laughs> uh, how else do you market your business? Be- uh,
3: we t- LinkedIn? okay reaching out to corporations yeah uh as well as uh some social media the um the clinics i get calls to do lunch and learns workshops okay. that sort of that sort of thing the websites we've got right. a number of websites as well um networking yeah I love well, m- networking being and the lunch and face. learns is
2: a good opportunity cuz they get kind of a sample of your services right yeah
3: yes Good.
1: Well, you know, this has been a great chat. We've, we've got the food, and we've got what you do with the food and how you get to the food. So we, we, we we've really wrapped that process up the other day. It is good to have you here again. This show is co-sponsored by the Buckhead Business Association. We've got two great folks serving the Buckhead community here. We've got... We've got Rich enjoying this time here, We're trying to create a new T-shirt market. Uh, we've got got kinds all kinds of names on yeah. And you know, you're on, you're on the book here today. So, hey, guys, Business
0: Channel uh, Publishing,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we've got it. All, we've got it all covered. So, for another week, we'll be out to see you, and We'll be back here next Thursday morning. So, remember the Buckhead Business Association and be thankful you're in Buckhead. Mm-hmm. Click once. Click twice.
0: It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show, being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode. Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.